Welcome to DeLorean Talk, episode number one. My name is Dave Tavers. My car is VIN number 10515, a 1982 five-speed manual, gray interior, with flat hood and no gas flap, living in Orange County, California. Since this is the first episode, I thought I'd start off sharing my own DeLorean story, then moving into an interview with a DeLorean owner I've known since the mid-90s. Well, like many people my age, my first experience or introduction to the DeLorean automobile was with the Back to the Future movie. Uh, Even as a kid, I thought it was just an amazing looking car. Uh, Aside from having all the time machine uh, accoutrements, it just was exciting and different, uh, as I'm sure everyone who loves or owns a DeLorean Thinks You know, the gullwing doors, the stainless steel, very sexy, very interesting, uh, and futuristic. So uh, as a kid, I didn't have any real thought about ever owning one, but I did love the car. By the mid-90s, I was living in Seattle, working at a big software company, and it finally dawned on me that, hey, I might be able to actually afford and buy one of those cars. So I joined the Pacific Northwest DeLorean Club, uh, which had a lot of members in the Redmond, Bellevue, Washington area, and uh, ended up going to several meetups, tech days, things like that, and got to know a couple of people a a little bit. Being that I was one of the few non-owner members, uh, no fault of anybody there, I just wasn't, uh, you know, wasn't as connected to people because... It's a very different thing to be a fan versus actually owning a car. So uh, I attended uh, several get-togethers, connected with a couple of people, but ultimately I got busy, I ended up moving back to California, and did not join another club uh, after uh, those first couple of years in Seattle. Well, over the years, I uh, started shopping, kind of keeping an eye out. I created a lot of alerts on Craigslist and eBay and cars.com and uh, various websites just to monitor the sales of the cars to better understand how much they went for, what the real issues were. And well, over time, actually over many years, I finally kind of determined that it was unlikely I was going to find a car for uh, a price that I was willing to pay. And uh, this last year, uh, in 2015, I actually started thinking, oh, maybe uh, you know, maybe I need to figure out what another uh, dream car would be that I could actually get. Then, as luck would have it, on my birthday, November 6th, I was sitting at my desk at work, and one of the frequent uh, email alerts popped up for Craigslist, and it said, DeLorean? $16,000, but there were no pictures. I thought for sure it was either a wreck or it was missing an engine or, uh, the, you know, it was stolen. <laughs> you know, there was something wrong with it. Uh, so I emailed the uh, the poster and said, hey, do you have any photos? Can I come look at it? Uh, he s- replied back very quickly and said he was working on photos, but yes, I could come and look at it. He was about 25 minutes away from my office, so I packed up my stuff and very quickly uh, headed down there. When I got there, he uh, did not answer the phone, 
but instead had sent me an email saying that someone else was already there looking at the car, but he would call me when they were gone. I sat there for about 20 minutes and figured that, like most people know, if the car was any good, especially at that price, it was going to be gone. So uh, after about 20 minutes, no call back from him. He didn't answer the phone. I finally uh, determined that it was time to just head back home, head back to the office. And I was a minute away from turning the key on my car. Phone rang, and he said, come on over. They didn't want the car. I immediately thought, okay, well, then there's something wrong with it. Because $16,000, if someone doesn't take that, uh, it's just not worth it. I was only about a minute away from where he was, so I drove over, walked up the driveway, and saw VIN number 10515 sitting in the garage, very dusty and dirty, with four disintegrating tires that were flat, and uh, the car was very dirty. The car cover was sitting on the ground, and I just did a quick walk around. The body looked in great shape, one tiny little dent in the left rear quarter panel. Open up the door. The interior looked fantastic. Looked at the engine. Everything looked clean. And within two minutes, I said to, said to the guy, you know, is it stolen? Is a uh, is the engine blown? What's going on? And he said, nope. Uh, just time to clean house. Uh, the car has been sitting here for a long time, and uh, it's time to uh, to move on. I surprisingly said, well, before someone else walks up or calls you, I'll take it. And he said, okay, great. Uh, Now, I was still kind of freaked out, but at that price and that good looking of a car, if there actually was no problems with it, I thought that would be pretty amazing. As it turns out, uh, it was his mother's car from uh, the night from about 1983 till 87. She drove it until it got quote unquote too hard for her to drive turns out that she actually burned out the clutch and ended up just parking it and they never got it fixed. So it sat in the garage in Southern California for about 27 years and uh, until until uh, they decided to post it online and, and I got a hold of it. Very exciting. I was shocked that uh, the day had finally come to get my DeLorean uh, and it still took a couple of months, but... Uh, Finally, in early January, I was able to uh, turn the key and drive it away from DeLorean Motor Company in Huntington Beach, California. Long-time goal, long-time dream. Uh, basically, it was my holy grail. There's really no other big thing that I had wanted my whole life, and now I am very happily driving it around and sharing it with friends and family and joined the Southern California DeLorean Club I uh, have met a lot of good people there and have been attending events, parades, car shows, and looking forward to uh, a lot more fun with the car. So that's the quote-unquote short version of, uh, of getting my car, and I'm looking forward to interviewing more people uh, about how they found their car, what their story is, why they got the car, and mixed in with that, I'm sure I'll be uh, giving my own uh, experiences and and thoughts on uh, on being a longtime DeLorean fan. Now I would like to uh, transition over to an interview that I did this last week. 
Over the years, I've called this gentleman many times as I've run across other cars for sale and wanted a second opinion on the known issues with those cars. And he's always been so gracious and giving of his time, even though I haven't seen him in person since at least 1999. So with that, we'll now move over to the interview. All right, we're joined by Arnie Brandon, a longtime DeLorean owner and also longtime past president of the Pacific Northwest DeLorean Club. Thanks for joining us, Arnie. You're quite welcome, Dave. Thank you very much for having me. Being that this is a new show, uh, and knowing you since the mid-90s uh, as a member of the Pacific Northwest DeLorean Club for a short time when I lived up there, uh, I thought you would be a fantastic person to talk to because you have a huge history with the car and with the clubs. So uh, it just makes sense to, to have you on. Well, I've, I've had my car for, uh, I've had uh, a number of cars. Uh, I think this is my seventh car. Uh, however, I've always kept my original baby, and uh, I sold all the rest, and uh, back down to my original baby and uh, and the DeLorean trailer. Uh, how many cars? How many DeLoreans did you own at the same time? I've owned three at one time. <laughs> it's just like everybody should have three at one time. Uh, at that time, were any of those your daily driver, or, or were all of them the weekend warriors? Weekend warriors, garage queens, uh, things of this nature, because uh, I I wouldn't buy it unless it was a uh, a real nice car, a well preserved car, and uh, even though it didn't run, uh, you know I, I made it run and uh, pulled it out of the cobwebs and uh, made it run and uh, sold them. Do you uh, of of any of those cars, whether maybe not even the ones that you bought, did you ever uh, run across that barn find that was just unbelievable, or uh, did you ever get one for such a crazy price that you thought it was stolen? Uh, yes, I've gotten I've gotten a couple of them that uh, at a crazy price that I thought were stolen. <laughs> uh, that wasn't. Uh, I knew and I knew that it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't stolen, but uh, I still got it at a crazy price, and uh, uh, and I made money like crazy on that one. <laughs> so you uh, you were president of the Pacific Northwest DeLorean Club. How long were you president, and how long has it been since you uh, since you became a past president? Uh, I I became a past president about uh, three years ago. And uh, for for many years, I don't know, God, I for uh, probably ten, fifteen years, I was president. Uh, Greg McDonald, uh, one of the founders of the uh, uh, Pacific Northwest DeLorean Club, uh, was the original president, and uh, I think I became president after that, and uh, remained president. For the next uh, 15, 20 years or so, wow. and uh, then I became uh, the treasurer. I, I passed on the uh, uh, I passed on the presidency and became the treasurer, which I just gave up uh, two years ago because I'm getting too old to mess with that <laughs> stuff, PayPal and uh, Quicken and so on and so forth, and uh, it, it it was just sort of beyond me. It got beyond me. And uh, uh, 
because I'm not getting any younger either. Uh, <laughs> although you know, <laughs> although uh, it, it's been a, a heck of a ride, a lot of fun, and uh, a, a lot of uh, good good friends. But uh, I'm still here and uh, having one heck of a good time with the car. Nice. Now, speaking of you're getting older, other friends are getting older. Uh, it's you know a new generation of car owners. I'm one of those. I've met several others that are in their you know 30s, 40s. Any thoughts about how the next generation of DeLorean owners uh, either should take care of the cars? How, you know, do you think uh, clubs will survive? Do you think that uh, that people are holding on to their cars and just passing them on to their families? Well, I think that the uh, the new generation uh, is certainly uh, a moneyed organization, uh, and uh, they they have the wherewithal to take advantage of the, uh, the DeLorean Motor Company Northwest and the DeLorean Company of Houston, Texas, uh, which is the mother of all uh, DeLorean uh, garages, and. Uh, they they seem to be taking care of cars more seriously than uh, than in past years. Uh, in past years, for example, uh, the aftermarket parts parts list was a uh, a real important factor of the Pacific Northwest DeLorean Club, which has disappeared uh, with the advent of uh, the. Uh, uh, DeLorean Motor Company Northwest and uh, DeLorean companies of uh, of the world, sure. and uh, because of the, the the we we now have parts, uh, we have a place to go and uh, to have our cars repaired, which we didn't have yesterday. Yeah. Uh, we we have places to go and experts to take care of our cars. Yeah, yeah. Compared to I. I can only imagine, uh, you know, now there's people that have Saturns that, while it's still owned by a giant company, DeLorean didn't have that, uh, you know, that opportunity. It was just a oh, local garage oh, who happened, you know, I, I'm guessing a lot of people there in Seattle or anywhere around the world, there was just that one guy that had worked on one DeLorean, then two, then three, and next thing you know, they became the guy to go to because they had worked on DeLoreans more than anyone else. Well, and and we partook in, uh, you know, I, I submitted my car for uh, the learning curve, to shorten the learning curve uh, a couple of times, I remember, it, uh, to get a uh, get a mechanic on board, uh, a, a club-sponsored mechanic. And uh, so he took care of the uh, running part but did nothing uh, as far as the body was concerned. <laughs> And yeah. uh, that was the problem, was getting the body uh, straightened out where where it was wrinkled, and uh, yeah, today today we have that. Today we have uh, the the experts, the quote unquote experts. Uh, I know that uh, the John that uh, works for uh, Toby Peterson, DeLorean Motor Company, I should say, uh, and uh, you know these guys take care of the cars uh, totally. Including rebuilding them, uh, making them back to uh, uh, back to where they originally started. Uh, there was one one uh, episode that uh, was just completed at uh, DeLorean Motor Company Northwest, uh, 
where a guy inherited a car, and that car had been neglected over the years, and mm -hmm. uh, so it was brought it was brought from Eastern Washington to uh, Bellevue and wow. uh, restored it completely. Uh, something that wasn't available, uh, you know, 20 years ago. Sure, but, sure. But uh, now, now it is, thankfully, and uh, it has diminished uh, the uh, the importance of joining a club. However, right. today, joining a club is merely the fun and experience of, of uh, having uh, parades scheduled, uh, car shows scheduled and uh, acknowledged, and uh, uh, a fun a fun experience uh, more so than a necessity uh, that existed 20 years ago. Sure. Well, and anytime you can get two, three, four, ten DeLoreans together, whether it's just for uh, you know Starbucks or a parade. That right. just, it always looks so fantastic. So that's oh, it does. for me. That's that's one of the big reasons to be part of a club is I want to get together with other owners and be able to see the cars together. That's that's uh, a very important factor, and still a factor that uh, that uh, you know I had I, I had a Jaguar dealer uh, call me here a couple of years ago, and uh, a guy wanted to trade in a DeLorean for a very exotic. Jaguar and called me about it and uh, you know about the trade-in uh, what could he do with a DeLorean etc cetera, etc cetera. and I said well you can take your most favorite uh, Jaguar and display it and park it in any uh, shopping center parking lot and I'll park right next to you and I'll outdraw you <laughs> and he took the DeLorean in and uh, parked it in his showroom, and everybody came walking in to buy a Jaguar and said, what the hell is that over there in the corner, you know? And, Just like uh, the original dealers. DeLorean. So finally he had to get rid of it. Yeah, he did get rid of it just because it was stealing stealing the show from the Jaguars all the time. Yep. I, I, what makes me the happiest is... Almost everybody, whether it's in a crosswalk, on the freeway, in a parking lot, people just smile. Everybody smiles. They're like, wow, that's a DeLorean. So that's, yes, for me, yes. that's one of the most fun things. So you're, you were talking about uh, traveling with the car. What is the longest road trip where you've driven the car as opposed to towed it? Driven the car. I drove the car to San Francisco uh, from Seattle and, and back. Uh, when when and, was that? Oh, it was very early on, uh, probably about 83, 84, uh, 85, somewhere in there. And uh, the only problem I had was a little bit of overheating, which uh, we <laughs> overcame. Toby Peterson and I, we concocted a, uh, a bypass that uh, worked real well. It kept bleeding the uh, air out of the top of the engine, uh, and that was the cause of the overheating almost entirely. Huh. So anyway, we eliminated that that uh, problem, and uh, we went on from there. So would you say that a DeLorean is a, a good, medium, or a bad road trip car for doing 12 to 20 or 30 hours of a road trip? 
Oh, it's it's a great card, very comfortable, very comfortable, and with uh, with a new suspension, uh, a, a great car to take on on uh, road trips. Okay, so do you have a best and worst fan experience? Uh, you know, of somebody seeing you in the parking lot or on the freeway. Anything come to mind of uh, of both your your most favorite and fun experience, and then the time when you just couldn't get out of there fast enough. I don't have any experiences where I can that I can think of that uh, would would get me out of there quick enough. Uh, all I can think of is all that comes to mind are uh, positive uh, experiences uh, with a car. Arnie, thank you again so much for doing this. I have I have one last question for you, and even though sure. you're you may not be driving the car as much these days, uh, what is in the trunk of your car right now? In the trunk of my car right now is number one, the luggage rack that was okay. made to fit the back of the car over the louvers, and was made uh, the the configuration of the trunk so it fits very very nicely into the trunk and uh, in addition uh, to the luggage rack uh, is the uh, our two or three banners uh, Pacific Northwest DeLorean Club banners the clip-on banners that we had made uh, and uh, there's also a tool tool chest I guess uh, in uh, in the front that contains two cans of cleaner, uh, Windex and Armorall. Windex is to take the fingerprints off the car during car shows, <laughs> and uh, that's that's always a necessity. So that's a spray can of uh, Windex, and uh, oh, a cleaning rag too. And so okay. that's about it. Uh, that's uh, that it's in the trunk right now. Great. I, I've been uh, I've been asking people that because I have too much stuff in my trunk right now, and uh, I, I figure I don't need to carry around all the cleaning supplies. I can. Uh, sounds like I need to just stick with uh, a couple of bottles and a couple of rags, and that should be enough. Yes. Yes, I agree. I agree. <laughs> and you should have the luggage rack too, because if you have a flat tire and and a rear tire. You have to make a decision whether you leave the passenger behind or the uh, a spare tire behind or a flat tire behind because you aren't going to fit both of them into the car, uh, not without the hood opening and impinging on your uh, forward sight. So right. uh, the luggage rack is imperative, uh, particularly in the, in the rear tires. So the front tire will fit in the trunk. But the yeah. rear tire will not fit in the trunk. So, right. you know, it's been so nice talking to you, Dave, and uh, thank you very much for the opportunity to, to appear on your show. And with that, I want to say thank you to everyone listening who joined us for this first episode of DeLorean Talk. Don't forget to like DeLorean Talk on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and subscribe on YouTube. And please send in your feedback, ideas, questions to comments at DeLoreanTalk.com. Drive safe and keep your eyes on the road.